0: Amen. Hey, we are once again in our exciting study, World, Religions, gold and the Alcohol. Yay. yay! And we are on a new topic. Yay. Double yay! That's right. And we're on the topic of new age. Now, I don't know why I'm even talking about this, because I know you guys already know what new age is. That's that strange, mysterious event that happens once a year on the exact same day every year. No, that's called your birthday you do turn a new age uh but that's not what we're talking about bobby we're talking about something else uh and uh so let's go ahead and let's get into that and we are going to get into uh the workbook tonight believe it or not and uh but we got a lot to cover in this topic here and uh but there, are page 5 there in that section there number four i believe and it's uh under the buddhism that we just finished up for six times and uh, let's take a look at now new age now new age again this is my background this is part of my background and uh, as you're gonna see, boy, it's just it's not one thing, it's a culmination of a bunch of things, because anything goes, okay? And a lot of it is mixed in with the dark stuff, okay? All evil is dark, don't get me wrong, okay, but whew, it gets pretty bad pretty quick. But let's take a look at that. The New Age movement, okay, or shortened form, NAM, okay, is a blend. Believe it or not, tonight on a new topic, you get to fill in the blank. That's right, Jim. That's what you get for sitting on the front row. Are you excited? You want to sit on the back row again, don't you? I'm picking on you. You're in my line of sight. Sorry, bro. All right, but anyway, it's a blend. It's a blend of what? It's a blend of many ancient and modern religions and philosophies, and it can be described as a westernized form of Eastern religions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean westernized? How did that get here? What do we spend? How many weeks? Hinduism? And even with Buddhism, what, what have they done? What's a masterful job they've done? movie, games, school, you name it, all kinds of stuff, yoga, meditation, all that stuff is a it's been, they've been evangelizing us for decades, okay? So, new age is a westernized form of eastern religions beliefs combined with underline that occultic practices, right? And so it's not just hinduism, it's not just a blend of buddhism, okay? It is a mixture of occult practices. Now, we're going to get into these Lord Willing later at some point, hopefully. Uh, in greater detail and I want to describe some of these practices to you because they're being promoted everywhere from school systems to movies to Everywhere, okay, but some of the practices that involved in this stuff, right? Because if you're gonna start a religion, you're gonna have your religious thing, right? You got to do your thing, right? And so they they're into astrology and again Basically, as I've shared before with even with my testimony is basically new age is uh, It's based on if we get that far on something that's called relativism, okay? And relativism is basically, hey, you make it up wherever you want. It's based on, we'll get in a second, on Genesis chapter 3, which is the live Garden of Eden, Satan tempted Eve. You will be God. You will decide between right and wrong, good and evil, right? That's what relativism basically is. Well, that's what New Age is all about. You enter into it, and it's just basically anything goes, Okay, And the analogy that I've used uh, many different times is basically uh, you're in a cafeteria and you're just going down the line. I'll take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little of this. Oh, oops, skip over the chicken. That's wrong. Uh, a little bit of this, over that. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, more chicken. Those are rotten. Anyway, and this and that. right? And you just keep going around. And you, just, you, you get to pick just like food in the cafeteria. But what are you trying to pick? You're trying to pick truth and not just truth. You are the one who's going to decide what is truth. And it's not just any truth. The truth is, frankly, stuff that has to deal with eternity, serious stuff but it puts the person in the position of you will be God. You get to decide. And for me, that's why it was, I think, a lot so uh, uh, attractive, right? Because, hey, who wants to submit to anybody? Who wants to listen to anybody else? You know, you're already at that stage where you're young and you know it all and you're rebellious, no. And then here's a quote religion says, yeah, go ahead, go for it. Make up not just truth, make up not just morality. Now you can define eternality, right? So that's new age, okay? Uh, basically, but they're into just all kinds of stuff: astrology, aura, chakras. Remember what the chakra was in Hinduism? Basically, you got the the seven different points starting the the spine, uh, the serpentine force. We saw that they believe is coiled at the base of the spine, this Satan serpent serpent spirit, right? And you work your way up through up to the top to the the third eye where you achieve all that stuff. So they're into that as well. Clairvoyance, you know, supposedly seeing the future, channeling. In a man, I'm telling you, Lord willing, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to break into the study. Uh, Because I want to get you immersed into because some of the stuff that they do folks is just really Wow, okay, and it's coming into the church But i'm going to share with you a video on people who are channeling It's all demonic and these people are channeling all kinds of demon things and you're going to see how deceptive and dark It really is so that's going to be lord willing in a couple weeks and then we'll get back into our study Uh, divination shamanism tantra Okay, Uh, yoga Okay, uh, psychic powers, palm reading, psychology, what? Yeah, we saw, uh, what was the background of Freud and Jung and those guys? Were they into spiritism and necromancy and stuff and mediums? Yeah, okay. And so they also are blended in with the New Age as well. Breath work, meditation, why? What's the whole point? Just so you can take a, <gasps> a deep breath. <sighs> no, so you get into an altered state of consciousness. Uh, tarot cards, not just normal ones. They got, there's even uh, the occult version uh, they'll they'll try that because again, why are they in all these different practices? Because again, they're just going around the wheel What do you want to try? How, how do you want to define life? Well, what, what's how do you get to heaven? Is there a heaven? What's life all about? Why am I here? I don't know. Let's try tarot cards Oh, that ain't not work. Well, all right. Let's try a little bit of hinduism Hey, have you heard of this new phase? This aura. So you read your aura, and you find out what kind of person you are. Hey, let's go into past life regression, all that stuff. They just go around and around and around. And as I've shared in my testimony before, when I first got saved and cried out to Jesus, I mean that was one of the instant sensations that I had was not only just literally feeling the sensation of my sin being removed off of me and done, and frankly, probably the release of all the demonic spirits from inside me. But it was also just like, finally, I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to go, okay, I know that, I got it, woo, finally! Because it was frustrating, man. It's just over and over, because you wanted to know, right? But when you're in the driver's seat, you'll never know, okay? Truth is not relegated to the person. We'll get to that hopefully in a second. Uh, Feng shui, levitation, uh, mediumship, mental projection, astral projection. Again, we're going to get into all these in great detail later. Uh, Rebirthing, past lives, past lives, regression. Again, that comes with a lot of counseling stuff. Uh, Reiki, uh, remote viewing, and on and on and on it goes, okay? And basically, they don't have, if you will... Uh, their version of a Bible. I mean you, you can say like certain works like a, a course in miracles <gasps> Well that, miracles it's got to be biblical. No, no, we'll get to that later But 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 basically it's just anything and everything right and that's why sometimes it's hard to pin them down to All right, What is new age? What do you really believe? Okay, and we'll try to summarize it here uh, in a second But they try anything and everything and you're in control and you get to be God and here's what you come out with Okay All right, Uh, but let's continue on. That's basically some generalities, what they get involved in, okay? That's their, if you will, Bible study. This is how they're trying to come up with truth, okay? We allow one entity, God, the Bible, to do that for us. They're all over the place. And again, it's mixed with occultic practices, Okay, let's continue on. The root of the new age thought can be found in the account of the fall where Satan questioned God's word, right? Uh, It's down here just a second, but let's go ahead and open our Bibles and read it with our own eyes. Genesis chapter 3. This is ultimately where new age, the mindset of new age began. It began with Satan in the Garden of Eden. Genesis chapter 3. We're going to read verses 1 through 5 and uh, this is the fall of man this isn't uh, man's greatest hour this is not the great age of aquarius things just got incredibly better no it's the f- fall of man but that's the life satan right don't do it god's way i know i know something better he's hiding something from you you can become an enlightened one right that's new age that's this what's happened here unfortunately Eve fell for it and adam with the authority went right along with it right Eve was deceived the bible says but adam's the one who sinned right he was the authority figure here it says uh, verse 1 now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made and said to the woman Did God really say what's the first thing he's doing right there? Casting doubt, right? Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden and the woman said to the serpent We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden But God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or You will die. You will not surely die. So what did he just call God? called him a liar. Whoa. The serpent said, the woman, for God knows he's hiding something from you. Isn't that what it is? Don't you want to know the deep secrets? Don't you want to be on the inner crowd? Don't you want to be one of the special people who knows this thing? It's the same thing that people fall for today, right? For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like who? God, knowing good and evil so you get to define it right just listen to satan so that's basically in essence where uh new age thinking has come from he questioned god's word his authority and his benevolent rule verse one he disputes the death results from disobedience uh, verse four he claims that through the acquisition of secret wisdom man can be enlightened and become like god okay and this is new age folks verse five some see the statements of satan in genesis three as showing the new age tenets: you will be like god which is pantheism, all is God. Uh, you will not surely die. That's the belief in reincarnation, okay? And your eyes will be open. You can change your consciousness. You can be a, there's all kinds of terms that they have, a light bearer, a, a light seed bearer, a, a, an enlightened one, one who has chosen to bring the light of truth to humanity and blah, 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 blah. It's the same thing. It's all it is, right? It just, he keeps repackaging it. And did God really say? In other words, moral relativism, again, you get to decide. What's right and wrong? Now, since uh, the New Age movement down here says is so diverse, again, it's difficult uh, to detail every belief because, again, where do they go for truth? Here, 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 here. Oh, and by the way, being involved in it, did you know there were times when New Ages would actually say, oh, yeah, the Bible's good. But how do they approach it? As the sole source of authority? No, no, no. It basically, it's the same mentality. So you take that and you just you get to pick. You get to be God. Oh, ooh. Wrath. Get out of there. Oh, oh, the golden rule. Oh, I like that. I'll take that. I'll add that to my version of truth. Right. And then you go on to. Oh, what do the Buddhists have to say? What, what's. Oh, 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 I like that. Let's. Do that. And that's all you do. You just keep going around. You get to decide. You get to be God. And that's New Age. And it's very, very, very attractive to our selfish, self-centered, all about self society today. Right. And it's spreading very fast. Okay, but let's take a look at some of the main tenets, okay, that you're gonna get no matter where they're coming from. Most of them, this is what they're gonna their core beliefs are gonna be. Number one is monism, okay, and so that's what you do, it's just a really bad attitude. It's like, oh no, man, no. not that kind of moan read, it's a different one. Monism means all is one. Mono, one, okay, all is one. Everything and everyone is interrelated and interdependent. <gasps> And ultimately, there's no real difference, that's right, number two. Difference is your blank there, between humans, animals, rocks, or even God. Now, what lie do you need to have on the planet to fall for that baloney? You need to have the lie called evolution. Again, you could sketch it up, just put an I in there, it's evolution because that's what it spawns, okay? Uh, Evolution, right? Because there is no God, and if there is no God, then I guess everything's, everything can be God, right? It's just You take away that basis, then there's no difference between man and animals and rocks, right? That's the whole premise, again, we'll get into later behind the uh, environmental movement, right? Hey, you're no important than a, a whale. In fact, we need to save that whale, but, uh, but who cares about the baby, apparently, right? Hey, what's that? Oh, uh, we're going to rip you off of your land. You have no right to that land because we found a red-feathered spotted uh, catfish-livered toad. Sorry, man comes before the toad, and that's my land. Get off, right? And so, But that's that mentality, right? You've got to have this live evolution in place. And what we're going to see is New Age not only has to have this physical evolution mindset that, hey, we're no different. The bee's just as important as me, and blah, blah, blah. And, and, by the way, which will lead to population control. One of the biggest things that New Agers, I'm going to read you some quotes, they want to do is they want to annihilate 90% of the planet. Because they're going to create a new age, a new age of Aquarius, a new utopia, and 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 most of us are a cancer to the earth, and we're harming the bees and the toads and feathers and all and whales and how do you right? And so they want to get rid of us, okay? But again, that's that mindset. You got to supplant it with that. But what they also do is they spiritualize it, okay? And we'll get to that in just a second, right? We 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 if we're going to have peace on the planet. Right? It's not Jesus. No, it's not Jesus. We need to spiritually evolve. We need to make this cosmic leap of our own consciousness as mankind. Because what's it say? All is one. We're all interconnected. And since we're all interconnected and we're no different, right? Then if we could just somehow make this cosmic leap and and we could spiritually evolve and again, in order to fall for that, you need this lie in place. Okay? And so uh, Satan's getting a lot of mileage out of that, okay? But that's monism, all's interrelated, interdependent. There's no difference, they believe, between humans, animals, rocks, uh, even God. And any differences between these entities are just merely apparent, it's not real, okay? Now, let me give you some examples. They they use different uh, story analogies, different ways to try to see, I'm telling you, we're all one. And we just gotta get along, we're all interconnected, I need you and you need me, and it's a weird version of unity. Okay, but it's this new age thought that we can all just, if we could just think the same thoughts, we can bring global peace. We're all interconnected. I know it doesn't look like it, but we are, and if we could just get enough of us thinking the same interconnected thought, you know, whatever. Here's some of their classic ones. Now, I'm going to give you three of them tonight, back in the day. You might be familiar with these, but the first example they'll give is, see, see, it's the aspen trees, okay, the aspen trees uh, in uh, Colorado and Utah, now. Check this out. Okay, several years ago, Paul Harvey uh, reported the news uh, about two Michigan biologists that presented an academic research paper reporting on their finding of the largest living thing on planet Earth. And it turns out here's what they discovered the largest living thing was it was a 40 acre fungus. Yeah, it was right next to a chicken farm. You know it's true. But anyway, (laughs) where did that come from? I don't know. Anyway, then then this set scientists around the world scrambling to find, oh, yeah, can we beat that? Well, another report came across. They found a fungus covering 1,500 acres in Washington State. Okay. And uh, so on and on. So basically, they started this thing. What's the largest living thing? Well, one guy discovered that, believe it or not, the aspen trees... Okay, are actually the largest living uh, things. And that's because they grow what's called by the vegetative method, and the tree roots grow near the surface from which uh, new uh, trees sprout. So basically, the next thing you know, it'll sprout, and you go, oh, a brand new tree. Well, actually, it's still connected to that original parent tree, the root. And then it'll keep, the roots will keep going, and then here comes another one, whatever. So it's one really big, giant organism. Okay? Uh, this process of reproduction can grow vast forests, of aspens that are all interconnected by roots, and from one genetic individual. So they're they, it looks different. They're different sizes and they're different areas, but they're all interconnected into one. Right? Another term they have for it is called the pando tree, P-A-N-D-O, which is Latin for eye spread. Yeah. So the next time you're making toast, no, different kind of spread. Uh, or it's also called the uh, trembling giant, okay? And it was discovered again in the six, late 60s, and uh, they began to study. But well, here's my whole point. So they use that as an analogy, New Age, okay? That mankind is interconnected. Now, how many guys uh, saw that movie uh, in the mid 90s with John Travolta called Phenomena? Remember that one? Right. Now I know when I say that name, you're wanting to sing that song, right? I, I, and Phenomena. Phenomena. I'll say it one more time. Phenomena. All right, let's close in prayer. No, I'm, I had to say that because I knew you were thinking of no. it. Now, but don't sing that song. that's not know what I'm talking about. That movie Phenomenon. Now, if you saw the movie, I remember seeing that. It was three years after I got saved. I'm going, wow, what a perfect advertisement for New Age. I just came out of this stuff. And if you, if you understand the premise of that movie, uh, basically the guy, some flashlight happened on his birthday, you know, his new age, he turned new age. And, uh, and then all of a sudden he had these superpowers and he could do things mentally, you know, and and that New Agers are trying to seek and all that stuff. And basically, at one point, he's given this speech, uh, a scene at a library, and people are kind of nervous about this guy in this small town, and he's got these strange powers, and where'd you get all this? And they're kind of freaking out. And, and so he tries to get, get them all together, and he gives the analogy of the aspen trees, and he says they thought the trees were, dis- that they were disconnected and separate, but indeed, they found out that they weren't. They were just one giant organism with the same root system. Right? And so back then, he's basically, you know, it's new age, man. We're all one. And we all just got to realize we're interconnected, man. And we just got to realize that if enough of us could realize that, we could bring harmony to the planet. And, and you know, this sounds kind of goofy. You're thinking, what? Well, they couple this with another mentality. So that's their monism thing, interconnected thing, okay? Now, they couple this with another thing, and you might have come across this. It's called the hundredth monkey theory. Huh? The hundredth monkey. Now, watch out for the 99th one. No. But here, here's basically, if you're not familiar with this, okay? And it's, it's another New Age concept to kind of blend. They're all one, right? And uh, this, is, this is how we're going to achieve peace on the planet. But the 100th monkey effect is supposed to be this phenomenon, supposed, okay, in which a new behavior or idea is claimed to spread uh, rapidly by some unexplained means from one group, okay, to all related groups, okay, when... The first group, when a critical number of the first group, all in harmony, exhibit this behavior of thought, it will automatically transfer to a completely separate group. Now, this is supposed to be based on an experiment, which this is pretty spurious, but um on some scientists that were studying monkeys on a Japanese island, okay, in 1952, and the scientists observed that some of these monkeys learned to wash sweet potatoes. Okay, and gradually this new behavior spread throughout the younger generation of monkeys on the island, right? They watched them, so they started doing it, whatever, but it's just normal communication. But they concluded that once a critical number of monkeys was reached, and they all learned this new trait, you know, the hundredth monkey, once they got to the hundredth monkey in the group to learn this new trait, then this previously unlearned behavior instantly supposedly spread across the water to monkeys on nearby islands who never saw that. Ooh, so that's the 100th monkey theory, okay? Uh, it was uh, uh, used and popularized by a guy named King Keys in his book called The 100th Monkey. And uh, he was basically anti-nuclear war guy, what have you. And he was using this story as an analogy as a, a parable uh, and applying it to human uh, to change. Right? Things are going down the tubes, and, and we, we just we got to work together and i mean don't you didn't haven't you seen the aspen trees we're all interconnected and we just don't know it it doesn't look like it but underneath we're all here and and if we could just get enough of us you know and reach that 100th monkey point then all of a sudden spontaneously across the world peace will be unleashed that's the big premise of new age and this is how a lot of people are getting snookered into it whether it's into uh, environmental movement whether it's into again vegetarianism we'll get into that again all these things because because hey people want peace by and large most people, right? Right? And, and at the same time, though, you want to be in charge. You want to be your own God. So here, here comes the premise that you get to be your own God and, and you get to do something constructive. You get to help bring in, and, and it's always put this way you. No, really, you are the chosen one. You can be one of these people to bring light to the planet and help save everybody. You could be the 100th monkey, Bobby. <laughs> all right. No offense. It's just a new age analogy. Right? But that's that premise, right? It's just, and, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And what they do is they splinter this up into different groups. It's the same mindset, whether it's environmentalism. And right? they'll try to seduce you into that. Or whether it's this diet stuff and health and cleanse your body and become one and with that and all that stuff. And all these other different arenas. Okay, that they're pulling people in, and we'll get into that again later. Now, how this event takes place, and you might have heard of this one, and this is the New Age term, this is where it's supposed to culminate. And people are actually trying to put this into practice, and it's called the Harmonic Convergence. Okay, if you're familiar with that, and uh, let me share that with you. Now, that's the name given to the world's first globally synchronized meditation event, Uh which originally occurred back in 1987, And it was closely coincided with uh, the alignments of the solar system based on the Mayan calendar. Okay, So the Mayans obviously uh, weren't as smart as they thought they were because the only thing that ended was not the world in 2012, but uh, their culture. But (laughs) anyway, apparently they couldn't predict that uh, with all due respect. But anyway, the convergence is supposed to have corresponded with a great shift in the Earth's energy from warlike to peacelike. Haven't you guys enjoyed this great piece since 1987? This has worked like a charm. It's awesome. <laughs> but again, this is that hundredth We're all interconnected, man. And see, we just don't realize this monism effect, right? And we just got to work together. We got to think the same thoughts. We all got to wash our sweet potatoes at the same time, if you will. We all got to meditate and just think peace, right? And that's literally what was going on here. And they literally thought, well, this is helping to, be, okay, maybe we didn't get the, quite the effects we wanted, but I'm telling you, this is making a dent in it. And they keep meeting to do this. Because again, they think oh, I don't know if it's hundred. I don't know what's the you know the hundredth monkey. What's the hundredth human monkey? Is is it is it if we can get one billion people to do the same thing? Is it two billion? Whatever, right? And this is what they're trying to achieve. And they're they're going grassroots. They've been doing this for decades all over the planet. And folks, when it comes time, these guys meet and they're all doing the same thing with this hundredth monkey uh, theory. That's supposed to cleanse the earth. Okay. Now, other thing that what they do. Now, if you really, when it comes time for the harmonic convergence, if you're going to be a part of that, if you're going to help bring in this age of peace, this new age, right, then what you need to do is you need to go to a certain power center, huh, right? Because if you're going to connect, right, with the global mind of humanity or whatever you want to call it, right, and bring about this hundredth monkey effect, then you need some pretty good dial-up speed. You know, you don't want one of those modems. What was that sound he used to make? <laughs> Mirror that thing, man. How many guys went to bed with those nightmares? But, uh, but anyway, so uh, no, you need you need a pipeline, you need a T1 line, and that's really what they do. Is there's certain spots on the earth. That you can re- now when you're really getting into this man and you're meditating, you're getting to this altered state of consciousness, and you're worth a different group of people. Now, uh, you, you need to go to Mount Shasta, you need to go to uh, Sedona, uh, Arizona, is another Mount Fuji, right? And they believe that uh, their belief was if 144,000 people now, what? No, why pick that number again? It, it, what do they do? Oh, I'll take a little bit of this, I'll try a little bit of that, a little bit of this. 144,000 that sounds interesting revelation said, oh, I'll try that. Yeah Right, and then they spiritualize it make it their own right, but they believe that 144,000 people assembled at these power centers Meditating for peace and then if they can get that whatever that number is man the final monkey Then we could usher in peace a new age on this planet. now. There is a guy that's gonna come And he's gonna bring a false peace to the planet. You know who he is? Revelation 6 you need to back up before you went to seven. It's called the Antichrist, right? Seven-year tribulation actually starts off with the white horse rider, right? We think, oh, no, it's going to start. No, actually, the seven-year tribulation starts off with the false peace. Now, remember what was the very event that starts the seven-year tribulation? Daniel nine twenty-seven, right? The Antichrist makes a peace treaty with Israel. This guy, seemingly, he must be the hundredth monkey right? He did what nobody's been able to do for the last decades. He made peace in the Middle East. He did it. Whoa! And oh, by the way, for some strange reason, all those nasty Christians disappeared. Those ones who were disrupting the harmony of the earth. They just disappeared. But hey, don't worry about your loved one, your Christian loved one. It was the Space Brothers. They came and got him because they were not of the right Spiritual, evolutionary, new age frequencies to enter into this new age that we can see has dawned upon us: peace and safety, peace. And do you see how important this new age mindset is for the last days events? And I'm telling you, folks, it's all over. once you understand new age, where it's coming from, what they're doing, what they teach, and how far it's permeated. We are so ripe for the last days deception. Okay, including with the Antichrist, okay? Uh, but that's basically what they believe. That's their kind of thing, their premise. That's what they want to do. This is their global goal, okay? Uh, that's Monos. Now, they couple it with not just we're all interconnected together. Number two, it's with pantheism. Pan meaning all. Theism, theos, God. All is God, okay? All of creation partakes of the divine essence, and all of life has a spark of divinity within. Really? All right. Now we're going to probably get into a polemic study. Here's what they believe, here's reality or Christianity logic, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And uh, but let me give you a little teaser. Excuse me. So you you're all we're all one, we're all interconnected monism, right? The hundredth monkey aspen harmonic convergence, this all work together to what? To realize our divinity. Again, where did that lie come from? Genesis 3. You will be like God, and if enough of us could not just think peace, but realize what we've forgotten, that we're divine from within, then we'll have peace on the planet, no more this war, because we're all the same, we're all God, what, God by definition is all powerful, if there was more than one, somebody's not all powerful, right, it's crazy illogical, but anyway, one guy said this, okay, wait a second, if we're all God, then why do we act so badly, right, and they might say, well, it's because we haven't, we haven't been able to realize our full uh, potential of our, our true divinity and things, etc., blah, blah, blah. Well, what do you say? If we're divine, right, uh, then our ignorant self, how could it so easily override our supposed divine goodness? Not much power there. <laughs> if the bad side of you, whatever that is, keeps taking over, what? Another one says, well, wait a second, if we're all one, we're all interconnected, and all truth is just truth, and we just all just, just, we got to realize it, then how come our realities contradict each other, if everything's true? There should be no contradiction in anything. And they might say, well, they don't contradict each other, they're they're simply uh, different shades of the same picture. Okay, well, first of all, truth does not contradict itself, can we agree on that? Otherwise, it wouldn't be true. Okay, but just let me give you one point that's very easy to point out to a New Ager. Okay, they say that all religions, this comes from Hinduism, all religions lead to heaven. They're all just different facets of the same truth. That's the New Age thinking. Well, wait a second. So if all truth is truth, then it shouldn't contradict. You said all religions lead to heaven. What did Jesus say John 14, 6? He's the only way to heaven. You got a contradiction there, which means all truth can't be true. And one of these truths isn't true. I don't know about you, but I'll stick with Jesus. He's got a better track record, right? Slowly begin to dismantle this, right? And that's, that's what they do. They both can't be right, okay? Now, believe it or not, a lot of people think uh, that, oh, who in their right mind is going to go along with this baloney that we're all God? We just need to realize that we're God, or it's Just all of life is God, I'm telling you, it is everywhere. And again, they come from multitude of different facets and hey, maybe you're not attracted to this, but you'll get into that. Well, maybe you won't get into that, but you'll get into this. And all the same common lies being thread through them all. Let me give you a couple examples. Environmentalism. Environmentalism says that all is God, right? Prepares people's hearts uh, for, for uh, the live new age. Quote, the philosophy of radical environmentalism is based on the religious belief of pantheism that God is in all and that all is God and that earth is our mother. That's the guy I worship. We'll probably get into that in greater detail later. That all living things have equal value and that mankind has overstepped its bound, even being a cancer to the rest of nature. As Al Gore states, God is not separate from the earth. What? No, God made the earth. He's creator, that created thing. That's Romans chapter 1. And all you've done is made it the world's biggest idol out of the earth. okay? But again, it's not just an idol to them, it's spiritual. Spiritual, it's Mother Earth and see that's why we're having so many calamities, man We're all interconnected and we're not just connected with each other like the aspen trees But we're connected with everything on the whole planet and, and this planet is our mother and, and she's groaning and pray, Pain and we just have to come back together and bring peace and think peace and act peace and and realize that we're one with the earth And blah. But that's what it is right now as I'm starting to explain this we got a long ways to go starting to realize how much this kind of thinking is into movies People's mindsets, we're just getting started. A lot of people think and act like a new ager, they don't even realize it. And I'm telling you, even in the church. Hinduism, Hinduism worships, obviously we saw before multiple deities, right? 330 million, right? Gods and goddesses. uh, The entire universe, you and I, is seen as one divine entity in just different facets or forms or manifestations. So if you're into Hinduism, you'll get sucked into this life. Mormons, Mormons say you can become a god. And I quote, after you become a good Mormon, you have the potential of becoming a god. Then they shall be gods because they have no end. Therefore shall they be from everlasting to everlasting because they continue. Then they shall be above all because all things are subject unto them. They shall be gods. That's direct Mormon teaching. Now, they don't come telling you that when you come knock at the door. But that's why they're on the, the bike race and the bike tour for a couple of years trying to go through the Mormon priesthood. Because only those who do that and get into the Mormon Priesthood you make it to the third celestial kingdom and you get to become that god your wife becomes the goddess and she gets to forever populate planets Not making it up My wife don't want to do that Two kids are enough Let's move on, but that's the way they teach your god, right? So you go, who in their right mind would ever say oh i'm god all is god. We're all god We just need to realize this. Hey, you get into mormonism. You're gonna go you'll fall for the antichrist lie So-called spirit guides, again, their whole premise is they do all these different occult practices, meditation, different techniques, astral projecting, out-of-body experiences, anything, drugs, you name it, just a... No, it's not a demon. Don't call it a demon. Come on. That's that old-fashioned scare tactic from those weird Christian people. You know, we're on a mission to help planet Earth. And these beings out there are trying to help us. So would you knock it off? And so when you connect, so they have different terms for them. It's not a demon. It's your higher self, your spirit guide. It's a demon. I'm going to share with you some actual channeled messages from these demons and listen to the lie they're telling these people. This is a so-called spirit guide. Um, Feel the millions of souls, the divine spark within each of them. We are here in your moment of realization, in the moment you come to meet with your divinity, in the moment when you finally accept that which you truly are supposed to be God. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not from God. Okay, uh, and, and you know of all things that, they, they, that come through the channel, channeling, right? When you get an altar study, it's really interesting, man, right? It's one thing for a spirit guide or supposedly somebody in Europe 400 years ago or Aunt Vera, whatever. It's UFOs. What? Maybe there's something. To, oh, I mean, because I always wondered about that. Because, I mean, here you are supposed to be this intellectually superior, higher, evolved... Oh, oh, wait a second. So in order to fall for the live UFOs, you have to believe in evolution. Because what's the whole premise of their identity? They tell us. They come from across the galaxy. a super intelligent, higher evolved race of beings who are here to help us. It's a demon. And plus, get, excuse me, you're supposed to be this super high-tech scientific thing, right? And... I mean, and you're wanting to communicate with me and you're supposed to be here for good reasons to help planet Earth, to achieve peace and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but apparently you're so uh, technologically inept that I have to use a demonic practice to get in touch with you. How about beam me down uh, a walkie-talkie, right? Or uh, tap into my cell phone. I mean, you're supposed to have all this technology. How about an email? Would an email suffice? But no, I got to get into an altered demonic state of consciousness, And I not only hear from spirit guides, and supposedly somebody from, Cleopatra came through and told me this message, but, hi, we're from the star system Pleiades, and we're orbiting the planet Earth, you demon. (laughs) And we'll get into this later, but you know one of the things that these UFO space brothers are explaining away? The disappearance of Christians, the rapture. And they're already preparing these people's mindset when you see, and I quote, You see millions of people disappear from the planet in one afternoon. Do not be alarmed. We have beamed them up into our lower spaceships. We will have them in holding centers. They're being taken care of. But you who are left behind are a chosen one. And you have achieved a high enough spiritual vibration to make this hundredth monkey leap of consciousness with the rest of us into this age of utopia. And lest you doubt, it's here. We have peace in the Middle East. All religions are building a global center in this new temple in Jerusalem that is now under construction. Don't you feel the peace ever? Peace and safety. Peace. And, sa- and that's what they're doing. Excuse me? Okay, anyway, let's continue. So uh, also, oh, guess who also heams, happens to come through? When you're dialing in the channel here, the, right? Mary, what? The Virgin Mary's popping through this channel too? That's kind of weird. Yeah, well, as we're going to see, Lord willing, maybe next week if we get that far uh, into the history, uh, how this all started, you're going to see that uh, some of the roots of this came from the Jesuits and uh, Catholics, okay, uh, with New Age, right? So, and then part of, uh, if you understand uh, Roman Catholicism, which is the next chapter, uh, you're going to see that they're very mystic, right and they don't stick to the bible when it comes to their source of truth and uh, they believe right now as we sit here uh that there are visions appearances of the virgin mary right now all over the planet and she's encouraging people to come through her and she will bring peace to this planet and she's saying the same demonic lie this entity it's not the virgin mary you know why we know that because what's the bible say when you die and you go to heaven or you go to hell do you ever come back no, Job says it so many times over and over again, the place of no return, the place of no return, the place of no return. You can't, uh, even in uh, 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 Luke 16, right? It talks about the righteous, and the unrighteous. There's a chasm fixed between the two. You can't cross back and forth. You ain't coming back. So if something comes back and says that they're the Virgin Mary or a space brother, a UFO or an or a clear patch, or what is it? It's demonic. And that's why God said Deuteronomy 18, stay away from this stuff. Stick to this. I'm not gonna lie to you. Here it is, but apparently that's not good enough, right People need something more exciting. OK? But listen to this supposed message that supposedly came from the supposed Virgin Mary. Same theme. She says, "God is all that is. Therefore we are prime creator, expressing itself, capital I, as us. We are not striving for perfection as we are already perfect. How many guys married? How many guys are perfect? Now, those of you who actually did raise your hand who are married, I will be talking to your spouse right after the study, and we'll get this settled straight. Yeah, right. We're already perfect. You got to be kidding. We are striving, listen, what we are striving for is to remember our perfection. We are not divided into parts. Since God is us, therefore we are God. Do uh, you think the Virgin Mary, the real one, would ever say that? First of all, she's been in heaven since she died. But what? Don't think so. Uh, Angels, right? Now, it's not only Mary, but angels, and of course, it's not a demon. I'll I'll take this biblical word. I'm not taking the demon thing. It's got to be Gabriel, right? Remember that's what happened with Islam? That's how. Oh, uh, you remember when he first got his thing? He actually thought it was an evil spirit, and his family said, oh, no, it's got to be Gabriel. It's got to be a good one, right? Same thing here. Oh, no, no, this is an angel, right? Well, listen to what this supposed angel uh, said. uh, It is nice to come and break bread, the bread of truth. Uh, God gives all of his creation freedom to choose, to find themselves, to find their true industry, the God goddess within them. Well, that's an angel, all right. It's called a fallen angel, a demon. Okay. Uh, again, New Agers, we're going to get into a lot of the people uh, like Shirley MacLaine, uh, uh, David Spangler. We're going to get into uh, Eckhart Tolle, who's influencing, working with, uh, Oprah Kenobi, another big one. Uh, things of that nature, uh, but Shirley MacLaine, uh, uh, again, one of the big grounds of this, people you know, say, that's blasphemy, who would ever even say that coming out of their mouth, I am God, remember the show she did, Out on a Limb, that was a huge, big new age movie, massive new age, uh, mini-series, right, it wasn't even just for an hour, on and on it went, and she's on that beach with that guy, uh, that was her big breakthrough, her spiritual breakthrough in life, when she finally realized, oh, we're all one, and I, we just need to realize we're all God, and she literally shouted that. Over and over again on the beach, and that was her breakthrough. Wiccans. Remember what Wicca was? Is? That's the new term for witchcraft. That's all it is. Also believes that we are God. Quote, the existence of a supreme divine power is known as the one or the all. The all is not separate from the universe, but part of it. And from the all came the God and goddess, and they are manifest in various forms in the universe. Quote, divinity is within so you put all this together, and there's more, right? but you put all this together, and you're looking at how many different entities, right? You got environmentalism, you got Hinduism, you got Mormons, you got so-called spirit guides, space brothers, UFOs, Virgin Mary, supposedly angels, New Agers, witchcraft. There's a lot of people on the planet who are ready to fall for a lie. Now, it's not just any lie. Again, it's a lie that is custom-tailored for a specific uh, event that's going to come to this planet. Okay, there's going to be a guy. Remember, uh, Paul says in Thessalonians, there's going to be a guy who's going to come along. He's called the Antichrist. Okay, and you know what he's going to do? He's going to go up into this halfway point of the seven-year tribulation. He's going to go up into this rebuilt temple, and you know what he's going to actually say? I am God. And he's not just going to do the thing that Shirley MacLaine did on the beach. Then he's going to give the order, worship me, take my mark. And if you don't, you're gonna die. We're all one, right? And if you don't believe me, I got my cohort here, the false prophet, and uh, he's gonna show some signs and wonders and you need to just do what I say, right? And and again, you think, who in the right mind? I mean, the Antichrist is a a man. He's a political figure of a man, okay? But he's he's a man, albeit inspired, empowered by Satan, the dragon, the text says there, okay? But still, who in the right mind would literally worship a man? We don't see anybody worshiping political figures today. So you even couple that behavior when people literally are looking for some sort of Messiah to bring peace back to the planet, it just keeps getting worse. And then you already have their hearts prepared with this beliefs in Hinduism or the environmental movement or Mother Earth worship or Mormons or New Age or witchcraft. And I, There's a lot of people that say, oh, sure, We're all, I'll worship you. And you can see the hearts of people being prepared. Now, what's the Bible say? Isaiah 43, verse 10. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord. Before me, no God was formed, nor there will be one after me. Okay, Isaiah 44, 6 8. This is what the Lord says. I am the first, I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Is there any God besides me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. Isaiah 45, 5. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. There's only one God. The scripture's clear. And again, you sit there, and this is the hypocrisy. You say that all truth is truth. It's all relative, whatever. That's not what this book says. So how can you sit there and just pick and choose a verse out of here, but then you can't, oh, I I love what Jesus said when he says, hey, you know, do unto others as you do unto you. But excuse me, you reject when he said he's the only way. That's hypocrisy. And and then take it to the next step. What did you just call Jesus? You said this part's good, but that's not good excuse me, now you're impugning his character? You calling him a liar? But this is the danger of relativism and new age and that kind of a mindset, but this is what they do. But it's impossible, it's illogical to say that there's many gods, that we're all gods. God, by definition, is a supreme being. God, by definition, is not just all-powerful, all-knowing, everywhere present. Oh, by the way, if you are God, then make it rain right now. Right? If you are God right now, and you just have that spark of goodness within you, from this point forward, don't ever do anything wrong. When people make these statements, we need to, in love, challenge them just with a logical thought. Oh, God, by definition, is self-existent. He's eternal. Not just, they say, you know, you start now, and then for, we live forever. Yeah, we, we have the Spirit of God within us, so we have an eternal nature, but we haven't been around forever, We'll exist forever, but we had a beginning point in time. The very fact that each one of us had a birthday proves we cannot be God because God is self-existent, right? He's, he didn't have a beginning, but we've each had a beginning. It's just—it's ridiculous. And I remember when I was involved in this stuff, nobody would challenge me, with just common sense logic. And I would just go right on down that route. Uh, but anyway, I don't know about you, but this whole thing, I t- the, the, the church is holding strong when it comes to this issue that we're God. There's no way people in the church would fall for this new age lie. Sarcasm, you know me too well by Let me give you some examples. Same guys, same guys, shocker, as we saw before with their word of faith baloney, and when we did the research with that word of faith movement, you know, just name it and claim it, grab it and blab it, and you know, if you've got enough faith, sow the seed and get rich and all this, perfect health, perfect wealth, that's it. Hinduism. Same guys also teach that same lie. Frederick Price, quote, God can't do anything on this earth realm except what we, the body of Christ, allow him to do. So if man has control, who no longer has it? God, yes, you are in control, direct quote. Excuse me? Benny Hinn, when you say I'm a Christian, you are saying I'm a little Messiah walking on earth. That is a shocking revelation. May, May I say it like this? You are a little God on earth running around. Christians are little messiahs and little gods on the earth. Say, I'm a born uh, of heaven, a God-man. I'm a God-man. I'm a sample of Jesus. Say it, say it. I'm not going to say That's blasphemy. Paul Crouch said, somebody said, I I don't know who said it, but they claim that you faith teachers declare that we are gods. You're a God, I'm a God. Well, are you a God? He says, I'm a little God. I have his name. I'm one with him. I'm in covenant relationship. I am a little God. Critics, be gone. Kenneth Copeland Quote, Jesus is no longer the only begotten Son of God. You are not a spiritual schizophrenic, half God, half Satan. You're all God. Listen, you don't have a God in you. You are one. I say this with all respect so that it doesn't upset you too bad. But I say it anyway. When I read in the Bible where Jesus says, I am, he says, I just smile and say, yes, I am too. And you're still on TV Kenneth Hagin says, the believer is called Christ. That's who we are. We're Christ. You are as much the incarnation of God as Jesus Christ was. Excuse me? What's Jesus, when he warned in the last days, the disciples says, what's the sign of your coming, right? Seven-year tribulation, what's going to be happening during that time frame? What he says, watch out, okay? Many will come to you in my name and say that I am the Christ. Now, that's a specific phrase that the New Age uses, the Christ. You are the Christ, the Christ consciousness. It's you realizing your divinity, and you have this power. In fact, that's really what Jesus was, they would say. He just was able to tap into this power, right? He was just like us, you know, just a normal guy. He went over, you know, into the Far East and learned these techniques and blah, 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 blah. And that's the premise of that, right? And Jesus warned against that very phrase at the very beginning, uh, they're in Matthew 24. And more Cyrilla, he says, you're not looking at more Cyrilla. You're looking at God. You're looking at Jesus. No, I'm looking at a heretic. Excuse me? Okay. But that's what they teach, okay? That all is interconnected, all is one, and it's all over Genesis chapter 3. You can become like God, and that's what it is, pantheism, all is God. Okay, number three, Godhood. We are gods. Each person is just ignorant of their divinity, and the goal is to discover our own divinity. Next page, number four. Discover your divinity, right, by experiencing a change in consciousness, right? You just need to have that breakthrough moment like Shirley McLean on that beach, right? I know it sounds weird, and sounds probably, you know, kind of blasphemous. She kind of talked like that on that movie, if you remember that. I just, I, I can't do that. I can't say that. Well, see, that's your problem. You just don't know who you are. You need to be free, right? And uh, but So you discover your divinity, your next blank there, by experiencing a change in consciousness. The human race suffers from a collective form of metaphysical amnesia. We've forgotten that our true identity is divine and thus must undergo a change of consciousness to achieve our true human potential. Uh, that's Satan, Genesis chapter 3. They also believe, and this again, this is their core beliefs, reincarnation. Obviously, it's a uh, cycle, rebirth, death, reincarnation. And uh, they put a little different twist on it, though. It's a little bit more positive, okay? Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, in the classic uh, Hinduism and Buddhism, a reincarnation karma, you got to work off your bad karma. That's why I can't help somebody out because I might be messing up their karma. Then they're going to have to come back and do it all over again, right? Et cetera, blah, 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 very cruel belief system basically but the doctrine of karma says that one's present condition is determined by one's actions in a past life the western version new age version of reincarnation uh held by many new agers places much less emphasis on bad karma because you know that's, who wants that stuff I, i'm not picking that i'm not no i'm skipping over that thing I, I like this reincarnation thing i like this idea that i get a second chance what's the bible say Hebrews 9.27, it's appointed man to die once, then face judgment. You got one shot at this, and it's Jesus or nothing. And if you don't know Jesus, your Savior, you're going to hell, and it's too late. Did you know the people in hell, Luke 16, wish they could hear the word repent just one more time. The people in hell, based there in Luke 16, wish the people on earth would go share the gospel with their unsaved loved ones. Remember the text? Have someone go talk to my families, warn them not to come to this place. Hell is real, you get one shot, right? But doesn't man like that? Oh no, endless, endless tries? Ha ha ha. But again, I don't want, not, not this bad stuff thing. Uh, I'm just going to focus on this, uh, p- uh, this upward spiral towards perfection through reincarnation. So, again, it's this mindset that, yeah, I just need to realize we're all interconnected, man, and, and we're going to bring peace to this, my own life, and, and peace to this planet. We're on a global mission. We just need to realize that we're God. And if we can just give enough of us doing this and acting like a bunch of monkeys, apparently, with all due respect, and, and then we could just make peace, and, and then it, it could all happen and transpire. And, you forget that mad stuff, and then it, it'll just—I'll I'll evolve spiritually, and we get to be a part of this new age. And yeah, whatever. Okay, the sixth one—we're not going to have time to get into this. You're thinking, who in their right mind? I mean, does it sound a little bit of a mishmash of everything? Because that's what it is, and that's why it's so hard to kind of pin it down. Because it's based on moral relativism. You just got a little this, I'll take that, I'll take this. This small slice here, that one, I was like, ooh, only a half a slice here because I don't really like that. And again, each individual person gets to do it themselves. Right? So that's why it's so hard to try to get to a a conglomeration there. But moral relativism. New agers think in terms of gray rather than black or white and will often believe that two conflicting statements can uh, both be true. Conflicting, nature blank there, and they will therefore teach that all religions are true, and there are many paths to God. How many of you guys heard those statements? I've shared the statistic before. Professing Christians right now believe twenty-four percent, twenty-five percent believe that all religions teach the same thing; all paths lead to heaven. That's in the church. In the church, fifty-five percent right? Relativism basically is there is no absolute truth. We'll get into this next week, but just a little precursor. Well, wait a second. You, you just made an absolute statement. <laughs> Again, it's the logic. It's like, I'm God. No, you're not. You had a beginning. You had a birthday, right? You just celebrate you're not God every year, right? And, uh, but basically, there are no absolutes, right? Truth is relative. Whatever's true to you is true to you. Whatever's true to me is true to me. That's new age. Now, is that permeating our society or what, Right? The number one verse quoted by young people in their 20s and below today is Matthew 7, 1. Anybody know what that is? Judge not lest you be judged. Why? Because, hey, who are you? Truth is relative, even when it comes to the Bible. And this is from the church. Did you know that 55% of the professing church thinks that the Bible has errors in it? That's half. So let's say 200 people showed up at sunrise this Sunday. Stats are, play the number, one half of the people, 100 of the 200, says you can't trust this book. What in the world are you here for? Now, it's spilled downhill. Well, if I can't trust that book, then guess what? Here's your next stat. 50% say there is no absolute truth. So then maybe Jesus wasn't absolutely right when he said he was the only absolute way to heaven. Or when God said that's an absolute abomination with that particular behavior, maybe it's not absolutely true. Maybe I want to do what I want to do, and who are you to tell me what to do, and who cares about some antiquated book? We need to decide what is right and wrong. Does that sound like our society or what? It's all because of this new age lie called relativism. And we'll get into that, Lord willing, next week. And uh, uh, if there's anything we could do for you, please don't hesitate to let us know. Uh, Thank you for uh, joining us. And uh, remember, I hope to see you in heaven. God bless.